Papa, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. How are you, George? I'm doing pretty good. It's it's uh, nice to have you on board. Uh, I think uh, in the beginning episodes, um, back in July, maybe August, I talked about you, dropped your name a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I came up on a uh, on Brandon's episode and Kev's episode. Di- did you? Okay, yeah. okay. Well, all right, cool. So, yeah, I mean, you're a frequent <laughs> name to be dropped. You know, you are a legend at this point on the cast, and so it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, Jan, would you like to introduce yourself? Maybe um, for the lovely audience, let them know um, who you are and what you do and what uh, you're planning to do, like genocide maybe? Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, no. Maybe in my younger days, I'm a little too tired for that now. Oh, my God. But uh, I'm Jan. Been in Philly for 10 years. Played in various bands. Um, I currently paint, just like our host. And I paint dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I spray paint them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to, I mean, like, how else are you going to make a Dalmatian? That's right. Uh, what I'm planning to do. I'm in, I'm in school right now too. It was crazy. Um, very tiring. Working full time, going to school full time. But I don't know what the future holds, man. I'm not thinking about that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, when I first met you, it was at a Temple House show. <laughs> yeah. Um, when was this? Like 2017? Earlier than that. 2016. I think this is pre-Trump, dude. Pre-Trumpo? Yeah, it was, at, it was at Kyle Blessing's house. So everything was happy. Everything. Oh, was, everything was great, dude. We yeah. were living the well, life. Well, we didn't know what was gonna happen. We didn't know. We're, we didn't know. You know what was uh, setting in on us? Uh, the yeah. dark age. Now we're living through the dark ages. Oh yeah, yeah dude. It's crazy. Oh, it's it's yeah. nasty out there. I mean, a but lot yeah, of... you were crawling on the ceiling that night, literally. Was I? And that was the first image I ever saw of you. Was my old band was playing, and you were crowd surfing in Kyle Blessing's basement, like an eight foot. <laughs> ceiling basement with a giraffe like a stuffed giraffe yeah <laughs> wasn't, there, wasn't there like a stuffed giraffe crowd surfing next to me yep yeah and then oh you were just God. like spider crawling on the ceiling and i was like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> dude i'm insane i'm a nut job i'm surprised you know like, i haven't been put away in like azkaban <laughs> or something yeah and then i Alcatraz. went outside to smoke a cigarette after our set and you just like beeline towards me and you're like hey man you ever listen to Home Shake? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, dude, I love Home Shake. And you're like, you sound like Home Shake, dude. Like, I knew you would love Home Shake. <laughs> yeah, I think, because you know what it was? I think it was your lead guitar player had that, like, wah kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Steve like, loved the wah. Yeah, and I was like, that's so Home Shakey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that was cool. I thought that was, I thought that was so cool. And, and I think I, I tried out for your band later on. Yeah, that was probably like 2016, 2017. Yeah, and then, and then the band yeah, I think uh, I think once uh, your whole bandmates saw me try out, they were like, you know what, let's just give up. <laughs> I mean, like, I was like kind of, you know, I wanted to like keep making music, like I still do, but like, yeah, at that point, like, that band, hey, I always hated the fucking name. Fucking, Tasty Face? Yeah, Tasty Face. What a terrible band name. It, it rem- I always was always happy when I heard that. Yeah, I just like we like kind of got thrown in with like the jam band scene. Yeah. Of like Temple and it's not really like It's the, not really you. It's not me at all. Yeah. It's not what I listen to. I could see um, Ian being part of that or Pat. Yeah, we you know, yeah, we just like we liked 
taking the songs I was writing and like, you know, like they're like four minute songs. Yeah. And like jamming them out. Yeah. You know, making a four minute song, seven minute songs live. But like we didn't really like I didn't really want to be I didn't want to be playing with jam bands. I didn't really like those kind of crowds ever. Like I you know, I wanted to like I wanna play shows with like you and like like line leader before I joined line leader. Like I wanna play with like those types of bands because I was like what I was into. Yeah. And where I got my like the type of music is where that's where I got my influence from. So it was like it never like I um I never really liked jam band music that all that much except for like, you know, some dead and like I just got asked to be in Cursor Racer again. Oh yeah? Yeah. Round two, baby. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sean asked me and like Sean was like, Yeah, like you know, I think you should be back in the band. And I was, I like was, I, it was kind of hard for me. I was like, hmm. I was like, uh, well, I was like, let's test it out. Yeah. So I think that's where, we're, that's where we're going at now with that is I'm going to test it out with Sean. And, uh, cause you know, it was really cool when I was in it and I really loved being in it and I was like really psyched about it. Yeah. You're a great fourth mother. And I then, thought it was great. And then like, yeah. And then they kind of let me go and I was like, oh, I was like, well, all right. <laughs> I was like, I guess that's why I'm not really in bands anymore. It's like, I just, I you know, but it's cool. And that, and, um, there's this band, uh, do you know Mandy Valentine? They're like, yeah, they were on country. your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're like also like a country-ish band. Yeah. They played a couple of shows. Uh, I played a show with them recently and they've been asking me to play like literally almost every show they've played. They're like, Oh, do you want to play this and that? And I'm like, Hmm, Maybe. So, but I think I'm going to play slide for them. I don't know what that's going to turn into. It kind of seems like they might want me in to be like a thing. Hell like yeah. An item. I love playing knows? slide guitar. Yeah. Dude. But I'm thinking, yeah, if I'm, they want me to play slide for them in De- a show in December. I forget where it's at. Maybe it's fucking, uh, uh, Johnny Bravo's or something, but <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a Johnny Bravos, but um. Yeah, I was playing. I was playing slide guitar for a real hot second with for cat for, for, for Kev's Spectre. band. For yeah, Spell dude, Spectre's that was awesome. And like when I saw that, I was like, oh my god. Oh, it was yeah. so fun. Was like, it was just yeah. like. I was like, yeah. I was getting like that was like in the summer, and I was getting super stressed about like school coming up, and like all this other shit, and I just like couldn't like full on commit. Yeah. But like, I really fucking regret having to back out of that. Yeah, they got Charlie playing with him now, and he's amazing. Right. But like, I wish I was still in that band sometime. Like, yeah, good. every other day I think about, it, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, they're cool. I, I I mean, I'm sure Kevin will probably take you back. But right now, I'm right now I'm definitely like in a in a kind of limbo mode because like I'm recording an EP right now. Just yeah. finished vocal. I just finished writing my lyrics which I've been writing all of October and it's, you know, writing lyrics is tough. Like you don't want it to be like cringy or anything. So you want it to be sound cool. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, I've been spending a lot of time doing that and I'm finally finished it today. And, uh, you know, now, now I know the rest of October and November is going to be crunch time. Just like recording these vocal parts, recording the rest of the album, basically. Yeah. The rest of the EP. And, um, you know, I really want to be a part of Sean's 
band again. And I have a strong feeling I, uh, Manny Valentine wants me to be in their band. So it's like that and the podcast and like working on my own music. I'm just like, damn. I didn't want, I didn't ask for to be in this. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't ask to be in this <laughs> it's situation. A yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Plus, like, I'm working and I work yeah. my side jobs and stuff. Exactly, it's a lot of commitment. But, and like that's that always stresses me out, which is like why like yeah. I'll back out of things a lot and stuff like that. It's like it just like well, I don't want to back out my anything. anxiety. I, so I wanna, like wanna, you know, if someone says I'm like if they like express that kind of interest towards me, yeah. I'm always like I'll like you know like dip my toe in and like if it feels right, then I'll do it. Yeah, but like. Yeah, it's hard for me to commit to things like that because it just, like, it stresses me out so much. Just, like, I'm not a big plan maker. Yeah. I'm not good at making plans. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm a big plan maker. So, and I've always been a big plan maker for my own agenda. But now that I have other things being thrown at me, I'm like, oh, man, this is taking my plans for, like, fucking whirlwind. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, a, like, I'm a wishful thinker. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, this stuff will happen. But, like, you know, like, my band, Etching, like, put out a four-song EP. It was supposed to be a full album. And we just, like, cut half the songs because, yeah. like, we couldn't, like... Yeah, I heard either, about like, that we were, like Either, like, we sounded sloppy playing because we like, weren't fully ready when we went to record at Hidden Fortress. I want to... Um, and that's the other thing. Like, I also want to record some of your songs yeah you were, dude i were, songs like i just like want to record were like to i'm about not like that you were bringing that up on saturday like oh yeah. like and i and when you told me on saturday and this is before sean asked me to join curse verser again and before I, you know mandy valentine's has been asking me to play and i'm like i'm like yeah i'm like recording yon would be amazing like, i want to do that i want to make your music sound cool yeah you know? i'm like i'm like i'm just like trying to like honestly like I just have so many songs and it's getting to a point where like either I'm forgetting how to play songs because I keep just like writing or I get stuck because I have so many songs that are like half finished or like mostly finished. Well, that's why I like doing EPs. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean like, I don't know, like my band put out that EP and we played, that was in, like we recorded it May of 2021. Yeah. And, you know, like, scheduling conflicts and stuff like that came up. We had to, like, get our masters from Tom and Kieran at Hidden Fortress. Love those guys. Like, no, no, nothing bad will ever come out of my mouth about either of them. Yeah. Both saints. But, like, just, uh. It just, like, there was a lot of, like, pro, and then, like, you know. A lot of conflict in the, uh, the mix and stuff. Well, yeah, it was just, like, it was, like, it was, like, more about, like, once we, like, had everything recorded, that was like when we were like, well, what do we want this to sound like? And like, it's always the what's, part. what is, what is our standard for each song? And then yeah. like, that was like where it was like, all right, half these songs just like aren't up to our standards. Like whether like, there are a couple songs where I was just like, I don't really like the vocals or like the lyrics on this song. Yeah. And then like some song, like one song is like a seven and a half minute, like, two-part song like what are you doing like stairway to heaven too pretty much you know no it's like a like a small like it's like a waltzy first part and then like a rocking second half but like yeah um pulling off georgie v's (laughs) (laughs) that's what i do sometimes yeah and like i I do that on uh one of the newer songs oh yeah yeah i like start off kind of like country like 
and then like yeah. I go into like this weird like ballad type thing. It's kind of strange. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of songs with no chorus, and just having like two parts. Yeah, like have like that's like kind of like been my motif for writing lately. Is like a song will start off like real soft and slow, mm-hmm. and then just like halfway through the song, it'll just like I'll just like have the intent of like making it more like it'll just like break out into like more of like a like a something i like 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 uh like more like post like punk like post punky okay like post hardcore vibe like you know like a lot of i'm inspired by like a lot of like the bands on like exploding in sound and stuff like that so like pile and like krill and cal marks like bands like that yeah. Um. So like, I like the chugging, and like, Chuggy. and like, you know, like the, the classic like pixie sound of like loud, quiet, loud parts. Yeah. Um. It's classic. Yeah. Classic nineties like, kind of. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, that's like all I listen to. I don't listen to new bands, man. Yeah. Like, there's like very few new bands that I listen to. I listen just to jazz, like sixties jazz and like fucking. 70s country music that's all i listen to yeah i mean yeah i'm either yeah i'm either listening to like and every once in a while I'll, like i'll put on dr dog or something yeah. and i'm like okay i'm like all right let's go i listen to like 90s underground shit like yeah. sabado and like yeah. band i've listened to a lot lately which is they're fucking weirdos they're called a uh, thinking fellers union local 242 they're like a band out sounds like, like weirdos yeah they're like a band out like san francisco they were on Matador for a while, actually, no in the 90s, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, That's like a kind of a... I mean, like, label. that was when that label was, like, pretty small. Yeah. But... Kurt Vile was on that label. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Who else was on that label? But, yeah, like, one song will be, like, a nice, like, indie rock song. The next song will just be, like, tape loops. Oh, wow. And, like, found sounds. Yeah. And, like, then the next song will be, like, this, like, weird, like, post-rock, like, jazzy thing. And it's just, like, wow. they're all, like, all over the place. And I'm like, oh, fucking that shit so uh i just recently took uh american television off of uh all streaming stuff yeah you keep doing that man what's up with that <laughs> well you don't like that no i want to listen to george sometimes what i mean there's other songs there's the new songs <laughs> yeah no i love the new songs but yeah. like i don't know american so television was great it, it was great and i mean it is great but now it's in, now it's strictly on Bandcamp. but like so right now i'm like I'm working on the demos, so there's a bunch of, like, unreleased songs that were supposed to be on American television that I'm, like, mixing right now. Oh, fuck yeah. That I'm going to put on, like, a special kind of, like, bundle kind of thing for American television on the band camp. Sweet. Just, like, unreleased songs and, like, kind of, like, outtakes. Because I was, I was, like, going to do, like, skits, like, comedy skits on American television. <laughs> and they're just, like... Like an it's almost like this. It's almost like this. I was, like... You know, it's like, it kind of starts off like a fucking Jimmy Kimmel kind of thing. Like, all right, we got a we got a fella from uh, West Philadelphia coming in. <laughs> they go by Georgie V, dropping the new album, American Television. Everyone's like, ah, it's like literally, yeah. And it's like, it's like me. It's like, but um, Don Chuchos, Don Chuchos. But yeah, I just never ended up dropping half of the stuff that I planned out doing yeah. for that album, and um. And I just figured, you know, it would be great just take the album down because th- those aren't songs that, like, I, you know, think that, like, are me anymore. Yeah, Like, yeah. for someone to listen to. Like, if someone's, like, trying to listen to my music, it's like, I don't want them to listen to that. 
But I want if you become a fan, I want you to listen to it. Yeah, and like find if it you want to find else. it, you yeah. can find it yeah. still. Yeah. yeah, and and now you get like new more songs. Yeah. So and okay. that I'm I'm right now I've been working on a bunch of Kevin songs like um mixing Kevin songs from like 2017 2019 kind of era. Like Kevin, I would, love Kevin. Yeah, he would come over and like he would we would record some songs and uh, I think we got all together seven songs and I so far I've done five I think and I've sent them to him and um, yeah I mean I've been working on that trying to make some trying to make them sound cool you know they're they're raw like they're yeah. really and Kevin you I know, mean that's that's Kevin's Kevin style, shouts yeah. and stuff so I'm trying to make them I'm trying to make like the parts that are really loud not sound like not clipping shit yeah. so like you know it's hard but like you know I'm trying to make them sound cool I'm trying to make them sound like you know something that would be a part of like a cool like demo kind of album yeah and absolutely that's, like, that's my, my goal so I have a lot on my plate right now but um but yeah wow yeah this has uh, been the first time we've talked about just random stuff on the podcast, but here we go. We're going to actually start the podcast now. All right. Yeah. So, um, Jan, what was the first instrument you played? Uh, I played viola for like a year and a half. At like the end of elementary school to like halfway through sixth grade, I think. Yeah. Middle school. And... I was like, fuck this shit. I want to play guitar. I want to be in a rock. I want to play rock and roll. Yeah. You know? But yeah. so then I got my like first guitar in like sixth grade. But I'm left handed and my parents bought me a right handed guitar. Because like my dad was born left handed, but the nuns made him right handed. Oh, okay. You know, that old school Catholic school shit. Um, Gotta stop with that stuff. And so he was like, oh, like, you know, like so many people can that are left-handed can do things right-handed i tried to learn right-handed guitar and i couldn't do it so like i mean like i would say that guitar is like my first instrument but like even still like you know i didn't start seriously playing until like ninth or tenth grade and like i still wouldn't oh, wow. even say i'm that you're good like, you're yeah like i'm a like a bloomer yeah wow i mean like i just like I really just like always just wanted to write songs. Yeah, I didn't start playing guitar till I was in fifth or sixth grade, and uh, one of the first episodes I have with Joey, he didn't start playing guitar till he's like in first or second grade, and like Joey's That's early. Yeah, Joey's good, but he's not like fucking Steve Vai. Yeah, you know, which is fine. I mean, we, I mean, lo- like, we love we love Joey. I don't like he Steve Vai's music anyway. It doesn't so. <laughs> have to be Steve Vai, but like you know what I mean. It's like it doesn't. I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter when you start. Oh no, yeah. You know? I mean, like I just like always like I always like viewed it as just like a a vessel for me to like write songs with. Yeah, like I never really right. really wanted to like shred or anything like that. I wasn't interested in learning covers. Yeah, like you know I like know a few covers here and there of songs I really love. But, like, I'll really, like, only, like, learn a cover of a song because I, like, want to, like, expand the amount of chords I know, you know? So, like, in high school and stuff like that, I was, like, learning, like, a lot of, like, old, like, 60s, 70s, like, Baroque folk songs Mm, or, like, you know, like, a lot of Elliott Smith songs because, like, they use really interesting chords and... A lot of George Harrison songs because he uses super interesting chords. Even though yeah. it'll be like a song that's like A G 
D, but like the the, vari- of, like, the he, variations of the chords that yeah. he's using. He uses it's not a lot just of like, like sevens. No, and yeah, stuff exactly. Like, that. like it's yeah. not like it's not like simple bottom of a fretboard. Yeah. You know, open chords. When I was in high school, I learned like every Beatles song and like every Led Zeppelin song, and I learned like like every like Metallica and Megadeth song. So I was just like that's wild. a little bit of everything. I was yeah. just like, and I was like shredding the solos and shit. I mean, like, I probably should have, just, yeah. like, because I would have been, like, you know, especially with, like... It was... I think it was Especially good. with, like, Harder Rock and stuff yeah. like that. It's, like, it's so perfect to learn your scales. Yeah. And, like, I just, like, never really was that interested in Why that. Ne- I never learned the scales. I just, like, learned the songs. But and you then- learned the scales through the songs. No, it wasn't until, like, I would, like, jam with people. Like, when I was, like, 18, 19, and okay. they were, like... They were like, yeah, let's do like a blues jam. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. I remember like <laughs> the I, the first guitar teacher, like, because I didn't like, I had like a guitar teacher in like ninth or 10th grade and he'd come over on like Saturday mornings to my house and he would just like teach me songs mm. for like an hour and then like another half hour we would just like talk about music and Wait, who is this person? Uh, Chris Grunwald. He's actually like a Havertown dude. He's Fuck like a, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know him? Yeah. Oh, he's always nice to me. I only like I only I was only like you only taught me for like probably like six months. Well, I, not really. Fuck that guy. But like when I was nineteen or eighteen, nineteen, I was like homeless, living with this family in their basement, and fucking it was my birthday. And fucking, um, the, my one friend from Westchester came up and brought like four, four logos. And like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, we're drinking them in like a woods in Havertown. Oh, yeah. And like, we decide to just like, and it's my birthday, it's my 19th birthday. And we're like walking down Brookline Boulevard and we fucking. We see that uh, McGillicuddy's were. Oh yeah, he he runs that joint. He runs. He will. He maybe he used to. He might not do it anymore. But like, I'm still friends with him on Facebook. He does. He's still okay. So like, he runs um, the open jams there. So like, they were doing stuff there, and like, um, I think um, I played like two songs, and uh, I think I played like a David Bowie song, and like maybe something else. Might have even done an early original. I'm not sure, but like. He was like, fuck you, like, you're too, still, you're, like, too young, you're not even 21, like, get off stage, and I was like, I was like, fuck you, man, like, you're old as fuck, like, get away with me with that stuff, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, there were, like, songs I wanted him to teach me that he, like, yeah, wouldn't teach me because he didn't like the artist. Yeah. Like, you know, I would, like, he would, like, I would, like, be like, yo, teach me, like, this Tom Petty song. All Tom Petty songs are like super easy, but like, you know, like I was like, I didn't want to go through the effort on my own to like have someone tab it out for me. So I was right. like, show me how to do it and I'll be able to like mirror you, you know? And he's right. like, oh, you don't want to play Tom Petty shit, dude. Like fuck yeah. Tom Petty. And like, it was like, I was like, oh, that's like weird. Well, I just remember him. Like I was like 19 years old and he was like, he was like, he was like, yeah, like I, you know, he was like. He was like, oh, I've been around the block. Like, like I'll tell you now, you'll never do anything with music. And like, I'm like, fuck you. And I told him that. I he was just like sounds jaded I as was fuck. Like, I was like, fuck you, man. I was like, see, that was like, that was at, that was like probably like four years after, 
after I like stopped taking lessons from him. Maybe I don't know. Because I was like I was like fourteen, fifteen when he was like teaching me songs and shit. But now it's like I, I feel like I've done so much with the music. I but, mean, so much that most artists haven't done. Yeah, you know, may not be successful. I mean, oh, I you may got not, listeners, man. I may not pay the bills, but it's like I've I've. I've you know I I've got my fair share of pat in the backs where I'm like all right I feel yeah, good dude. about myself like I've written I've written good songs yeah I know I have and, I mean, that's and that where says I'm at with that it says now. a lot compared to like a lot of people who are just like you know just like people like him or just yeah. runs an open mic so fuck yeah. that guy no yeah and like yeah. the second dude I took guitar lessons from he was like he worked at the studio in Exton I don't know if it's still there but they had like a couple Grammy awards for like engineering jazz records. Hmm. and this dude his name was it was like Stu his name was Stu he played in like a rockabilly cover band but like he like I would just like go to the studio and it was like guitar lessons mixed with like voice lessons Mm -hmm. and what it really just became was like songwriting lessons because I would just like come in with like my notebook of like my like shitty cringy high school songs and we would like work them out and he'd be like, Hey, instead of using that chord, like use this chord. And like half the time we would just like talk about Bob Dylan. Like, okay. cause I would just be like, I was like, I've never stopped being in a Bob Dylan phase, but like I was like in a late high school, I was in a super Bob Dylan phase and I'd be like, yeah, this song, like visions of Johanna dude, best song ever written. And, I never gotten into Bob Dylan. Oh, he's the, he's the goat. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I want to I mean I want to get into him. I just never did. Like he like songwriting wise, he is the best songwriter of all time. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. I totally get when people are like can't get past the voice. I love his voice. So do I. But like yeah. a lot of people it's grading too. And like but like there's so many artists that people love that I can't stand. Well, I mean, because I, of that same I love reason. Megadeth, but no one likes his fucking voice. Dave yeah. Mustaine, like that. Like, yeah. But like I love that. I mean, that's why I, I love o- weird. Always hated I love, Rush. I love weird voices. Yeah. I love like that nasally, like you know, maybe I don't know. But yeah, I like yeah, I was never like big on learning songs or learning scales. So I just like wanted to yeah. write songs. Yeah. And that's what I still do. And like I don't really care if anybody ever hears them. Well what were uh three albums that change your life? Oh, change my life. Let's see. First one's gonna be basic as hell. I'm gonna have to say the white album. Dude, love the white album. It's amazing, and it's got some so of the best good. George. I mean, like I'm, Your I'm a George Harrison fan. Your blues, yeah. Come on, I'm a George Harrison fan more than I am a Beatles fan and the White Album has the best George Harrison songs from the Beatles era in my opinion I don't like his songs what Long 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 dude that song's amazing no that's John Lennon it's been a long that's yeah, George Harrison that's dude that's John Lennon oh wait no dude. oh wait, wait oh, what am I thinking of? that is that's a great song though uh fucking um fucking uh <laughs> this guy fucking please don't 
be long. Please don't you be very long. That's not on the White Album, though. Yeah, it is. That's on, uh... That's on, uh... Oh, I haven't listened to the Beatles in forever, man. That's on Magical Mystery Tour. Uh, it is on Magical Mystery Tour, but yeah. Piggies is on the White Album. Gotta love Piggies. Piggies nah, on the White Album? I mean, I just love Julia. I, I'm just a big John head. But, I mean, yeah, so... I mean, like, I love later Beatles, John Lennon. But that album, like, turned my head around. Just because, like, there's so much weird shit on it. Yeah. But it's also, like, got some of the best songs they wrote. Why? Well, I guess that's the, like, later John is a kind con- Especially, like, wide album John is a kind of... I well, could heroin see, John. Well, I could see why it's, like, kind of, like, confusing with George. Because it's, like... I think the songwriting is, like, kind of, like, almost the same. And yeah. Like, kind of, like... Well, yeah, because, like, John kind of got, like, a little quieter on that album on yeah. a lot of songs. And, like, that was, like, George's kind of stick at that time yeah. as well. Yeah. Um. Second album, I gotta mm, change my life. I'm gonna have to go. I mean, another classic. I'm gonna have to go either or by Elliot Smith. Is that his third album? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. I never, um, I never really fully got into Elliot Smith, but like, I like, I do like his songs. I do appreciate. Uh, him. I, I want actually no, I want to say that's in my top three. It's not in your top three. No, I mean like that album changed my life at the time, but like, there's been other albums. Uh, Magnolia Electric Company by Songs Ohio. I don't know if I know that band. Oh, fantastic! This dude Jason Molina, rest in peace. Um, he was essentially like. One of the main, like, uh, one of the main dudes to m- make, like, alt country a thing in, like, the early 2000s. Okay. And Magnolia Electric Company, which, like, became the band after this album. From start to finish. Yeah. Every single song. Like, ba- class, classic. Bangers. Like, just, like, bangers. sad beautiful i'll have to check that out you're gonna have to slide that in my dms i mean he jason molina is my favorite songwriter of all time like probably right behind george harrison got to slide that in my dms like he he you know he's he was the first artist that was ever signed to secretly canadian which is like now like a huge label i never heard of him they're like it's part of they're like the secretly group now they're like they're the labels that run like anti and Jag Jaguar and oh okay no anti know. anti um put out albums for Doctor Dog yeah 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 they're really cool. own, they're owned by secretly Canadian um cool. well they're like I don't think they're owned by but like they're like it's a conglomerate now yeah of all these indie labels but he was the first band that was ever signed to that label and yeah that record from 2003 huh. changed my fucking life when I heard it in like 2011 2012 which was like right after he died. Oh, he's and, dead? Oh, yeah. Alcoholism. Fucking, yeah. yeah. Fucking shitty. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> let's live go. like your idols, baby. <laughs> let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Um, <laughs> third, al- third album. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> third album, I have to say, Rain Dogs by Tom Waits. Okay. Yeah, okay. I never really got into Tom Waits, but his voice is very lovely. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's what I would. It was, and then it wasn't, yeah. and isn't. But I love it. Kind of makes me feel like what I think heroin feels like. Oh, I've never heard that description before. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I don't know. I just made that up now. I don't know what heroin feels like, but yeah, I know I what opium feels like. I, which is like the same thing. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Oh, it's amazing. I've taken, I've taken oxycodone. I really once. hope my parents don't listen to this episode. It's a joke. When I was like ninth grade. It was a joke. My older sister was taking it <laughs> and fucking hand me one. And I was like, I'm taking this as a joke. But at least I didn't get addicted to it. I took it and I was like, this is boring. I'm yeah. just staring at the carpet. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like when I when I did opium, like I was at drum circle in Fairmount Park my freshman year at Temple. And this like old head just like gave my buddy this like fat wad of opium because it was his birthday. And he was going to throw it into the Schuylkill. And me and my other buddy were like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. Like, how how many times in your life can you say you're just handed a free wad of opium? That's right. So, like, we went off into the woods and, like, what felt like 20 minutes was, like, a three-hour smoke sesh of this my God. sweet jasmine-smelling tar. Yeah, and I would try something once. <laughs> oh, that's what that's where I was at with it too. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'll try it." Like, I'm, you know, I'm never gonna buy it. But after, like, uh, were you were you there for uh, Porch Fest this year? Yeah, of course. Fucking as soon as it was, as soon as it was over, fucking I just did mushrooms like a bunch of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "You were wasted, George." How'd that feel? I was like, when the mushrooms hit, I was like, "What." fucking lee's face to look turn into like uh like an ogre and like fucking like everyone's face like looked like fucking butterscotch bean and like i was like what the fuck is going on right now i was like holy shit but i was having a good time but um i had a friend over really really good friend they were playing like a bunch of like rowdy shit and i was like dude i cannot be in my apartment right now i'm like i need to go outside because this is too much for me and um but I think it's because I just had a whole day of, like, fucking... Yeah, it's overstimulation. I was having a whole day of, like, curating artists and, like, doing a bunch of stuff and making sure no one steal. I mean, someone broke my refrigerator. I don't even know how they did that. They broke the handle right off of it. I don't even know how you break a handle off a refrigerator. But That's fucked. They did. So, Let's find them. Yeah. If you're listening right now... We're going to get you. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. Uh, Yanni, um, what are your favorite horror movies? Ooh, so me and my partner have been watching horror movies for the past like couple weeks because of spooky season, obviously. Spooky season. And I don't like, I love the original Halloween so much. Yeah. But it's not really like so good. It's like you know, like the soundtrack to that movie is brilliant. It's brilliant. It's amazing. Yeah. But like you know, it's like not like you know, it, uh, you understand that like it's set up like the whole slasher flick type deal. Uh-huh. But it's really like not all that scary. Yeah, we watched it like two no, weeks it's ago. Not scary. It's just, and like you know, it's just like it's just good. It's just good. It's just a great movie. Yeah, it's just good. Um, you know what's scary? I really love the platform. Uh-huh. Which is like a a Spanish movie from like a couple years oh, ago. Oh, the one there's like the levels. Yeah, it's like the oh, jail. Yeah, that movie, yeah. That movie was amazing. It's fucked up. Um, yeah. What's another good? Oh, what I thought was really good because I saw it when I was like a kid. 
but watched it like last week. Yeah. Was the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like the OG one from 1974. Dude, that movie's fucked up. It's not good. Really? It's like not a good movie. Like there's like, we were, me and my partner were watching it and... I it was At the end of the good. movie, like I like felt like I wasted because it was like my suggestion for the night, and like yeah. I felt like I wasted both our time. Like it's like, hey, it's su- like it's like not long, thought, which like it's okay. That was pretty good. But like, there's like half the characters die in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. And like I know it sets up like the whole franchise and everything like that, but like it just like there wasn't there not a not a lot happened. Like, not a lot happened in the movie, and, like, it was just, like, felt really disappointing from, like, the depiction I had from my, like, childhood. Well, I think it's, I think it's this movie, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Have you watched that one? Long time ago. It's, like, a comedy movie. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, in the first one, there's, like, definitely parts where, like, they're, I feel like they're trying to be, like, kitschy and, like, funny. I think they were trying to, like, do the Evil Dead 2 thing. Yeah. Evil Dead's great. Evil Dead's great. Evil Dead's great. I love Evil Dead. Evil Dead's really That's a classic. Good. Yeah. And then Evil Dead 2 is like that kind of comedy twist yeah. to it. Yeah. I mean, like, I love, I love I think, when I horror movies. I think Texas Chainsaw put Masked that, 2 like, was trying yeah. to do that. I love when yeah. horror movies put that, like, comedy element into them. Yeah. Um, me and my partner recently watched The Ring, like, the OG one, like, the, like the first one. The, the first one's good. I hate it. I enjoyed it. I thought, like, I thought. Compared to other horror movies, like the main character, what's her name? It's Naomi Watts. Um, I don't know. Lee and, loves And a lot of like horror movies, they're horror movies because all the characters are making the wrong decision. Uh-huh. In the first ring, she's making a lot of the right decisions, but it's still happening. Yeah. And I thought that was like a nice departure from like a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm like not a huge horror movie person. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, but watching all these horror movies in the past like month has made me a horror movie fan. Like, I just great. watched. I just watched. We just watched Come Play, which is like from like a couple years ago. Um, that was really good. It's like about like a, an seen autistic him? kid who's like nonverbal who like gets like haunted by like this creature that like comes through his iPad. Oh, and it's like all about like loneliness what? and like the and like the attachment to like technology and stuff. It was re- okay. it was really good. Yeah. Um, Have you seen American Werewolf in London? Yeah, that's a classic. It's yeah, a classic. Yeah. I actually, there's a podcast I listen to called yeah. How Did This Get Made, where they like talk about shitty movies, uh-huh. and they talked about the sequel to that movie. Oh, there's a sequel to it. Yeah, it's um, it's like American Werewolf in Paris. It's fucked up. It and I'll I watch and it. I watched the movie. It's not good. Yeah, but same director and everything. No, no, no. It's like how do they get away with that when they make a sequel? If I, the studio's got the rights to it, you know, you they just <sighs> pump it out if like they got a success story on their hands. God damn it! But uh, God damn it! Yeah, I ended up watching that movie because I listened to the podcast and I was like, oh, I got to see this movie. And I was like, oh, this is. I got like thirty minutes in. And I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is terrible. Damn. Wow. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, I love horror movies, and, um, you know, we are getting close to the spooky seasons. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, the next thing I want to ask you is um, your best Halloween costumes growing up, and or just recently, who knows? Uh, recently? Nothing, couldn't tell you. Nothing I, like, to flare. Nothing uh, the past, the past couple nothing years to flare I didn't even your dress ass up. about. 
I like in my adult life, I really haven't been like a a dresser upper for Halloween. Yeah. Just like seemed like a lot of effort and like money I needed to spend to like do anything really cool. Um, as a kid, I don't know. I don't really have a great memory of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, just been abducted by aliens. Yeah, I'll probably. <laughs> um, you know, I remember going as like you know like a GI Joe type person. You know, like an army person. I remember like. That's scary. Nah, See, like I never dressed up as anything scary or anything like that. Yeah. You know, in Tasha's episode, you dressed up as a Grim Reaper. I think I did that one year. What'd you say? In Tasha's episode, you mentioned dressing up as like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. I think I did that one year. Classic. Um, yeah, my, my history with like costumes has always been low budget, low effort. Yeah. Because, you know, as a kid, I was just like, you know, I put on something simple i still get candy you know it doesn't fucking matter you should do what tosh is gonna do this year well yeah she's gonna be a, just a uh she ghost yeah I, well, when she first said that i thought she said sheep ghost i was like what so did i so did i when i listened to the episode i was like what's a sheep ghost is it just like a fluffy ghost like <laughs> yeah, i don't I know like, I like, um <laughs> but uh this this year me and my partner are gonna dress up as uh wally and eva from Wally. Oh yeah, you know, okay, like the that, boy robot and the girl dude, robot. Dude, that that movie, like, um, so I've never seen that movie, and I think maybe three or four years ago, Lee showed it to me. She was like, "Let's watch." It's an amazing movie. And dude, I swear, I thought I was about to cry. Oh, it's so sad at the end. The yeah, end, it's so sad. Yeah, uh, I, like, you know, it's like I, you know, there's not a lot of things that make me cry. But like Pixar movies, they yeah. fucking. I mean, like, dude, it's hit like, you on the fucking gut. Like that movie and like Up and like a couple other ones. I've never seen like, Up. I've never seen Up. Uh, get ready for a tearjerker, dude. Yeah. But like, it's like they have no right making a, a children's movie that sad. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Like, well, fucking, we were watching. Um, I think there was. I think there was a day where like Lee and I were just taking a bunch. No. Not Lee. Me. I was, like, taking acid, like... <laughs> this was recently. This was this summer. I was taking acid, like, maybe, like, three times in a weekly period, like, within a week. Uh, that's and what I was doing when I was, like, 18, 19. Yeah, I was, it was this summer. I was like, eh, whatever. I, like, I just bought it, and I was like, fucking might as well take it. So I was just... I'd be taking it. And uh, I think I think one of the times she took it with me, and I think the next morning we just, like, woke up super just, like our fucking we were just like uh we were just like all of our what's what's the uh things the melatonin not melatonin serotonin serotonin yeah oh, yeah i think like we both just woke up with our serotonin just depleted to the max oh yeah and we just like we we're like fuck it let's just order food the whole day breakfast lunch and dinner just delivery and just like fucking we'll just watch disney movies which we never do and like we were doing it. I think we watched like Bugs Life, fucking classic. I think we watched like all the four Toy Stories. <laughs> <laughs> like I, <laughs> I never saw the fourth one. Uh, it's uh scary. Really? Yeah, it's like almost a horror movie. Mm. Yeah, and um, fucking what do we watch? We watch Bugs Life. I don't think we watched Finding Nemo or The Incredibles. But anyway, we start we. It was getting kind of late at night, and we we started watching this movie about like emotions, 
and I, I, I don't know what it's called. Oh, I know what movie you're talking about. I never saw that one. So we, I was like 10 minutes in, and but then I like passed out while we were watching it. It had to have been like late at night at this point. And um, I woke up and like Lee was crying. And like I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, the movie was just so <laughs> sad. It's so happy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, fucking Pixar movies just do that to you. Absolutely. <laughs> they just do it to you. They just make you fucking feel. Yeah, what's up with that? What other I movies, spend what other my movies whole make you cry? Movies that make me cry? Yeah, what are some movies that make you cry? Um, hmm. I don't know, dude. Lion a, King ever give give you a tearjerker? A little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I've like I grew up with three older sisters, so like a lot of like rom coms, like I grew teenage up with two sisters. A lot of like yeah. late nineties rom coms make you cry. Um. A little bit. Rom coms? Yeah, I mean like I think it's I think they make me cry just like more of like out of out of like a nostalgic feeling of like when I was like a kid. Uh <laughs> Ten Things I Hate About You. I don't know that one. That's great. It's Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles. I'm not sure, yeah. Young Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. It's amazing. But uh What else? That's like that's like my breakup movie. Like whenever I like, uh, okay. go through a breakup, I like watch that like non-stop oh. so i think that's maybe why i cry oh. but <laughs> um i don't know man like i like for a long time i like really have like stayed away from sad sad or like serious movies and tv shows well lena just because like it's stress like it like like my whole ideology about it for like a while was just like life itself like and i know this is like why there's movies like this but like it's like why would i watch something that like makes me feel things that i feel in real life when i can just like watch like a sitcom or like a funny movie and like forget about things for a while you know so like i was just like really just like for like years i was just like only watching like sitcoms stand-up specials and like funny movies like that was it so i couldn't even really tell you what Movies make me cry. Lee and I, we watched Over the Garden Wall recently, and I that's, I, cl- that's I, great. I swear to God, we well, we haven't watched it since we first started going out, and uh, like fully, like we we like watched it throughout the years that we've been going out, but never finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the first time we finished it was when the first time we saw it, and well, I showed it to her, but and then. We recently just watched it the whole way through, and like, I I like forgot like all about the show and like like how it ended and stuff. And I was like, towards the end, I was like, dude, I just want to fucking cry. Yeah, dude, the show is so emotional. Like it's like, and it's not emotional in the sense where it's like sad. It's emotional in the sense where it's like it's it's like already nostalgic as you're watching it. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's already like a pre-nostalgic thing attached to it. Yeah, it's like a stuck in time. Yeah, yeah. Type feeling. Like it's like yeah, you're no. like you're brought back to like when you first watched it. And like, yeah. That's how I feel about it, like a lot of movies when I saw when I was younger. Like well, like I'll watch them periodically. Um. Like especially like a lot of older movies, like you know like the Golden Age of Hollywood, like a lot of Humphrey Bogart movies and like Cary Grant movies. I'll watch because like as a kid I didn't like I hated going to bed at bedtime so like i would go up to bed but then i would just like come back down when my dad was watching like turner classic movies or something like that Mm. and he'd be watching these movies so like now i'm like 
love those movies and like I'll watch them all the time just like to like kind of like capture that feeling of yeah. like staying up late with my dad yeah. and watching those movies. Yeah. Uh, a lot of cowboy movies. Yeah. My dad showed me, uh, speaking of cowboy movies, uh, Good Bat. No, he showed me for a few dollars more. Oh, that's a great one. And uh, my dad was, well, he didn't really show it to me. He was just watching it one day. Yeah. And like I was just like, huh. I was like, what's this? And then like I was watching it with him and I was like, it's good. Oh, old cowboy <laughs> and, movies are amazing. And then the, I, oh. I ended up just buying the whole thing on Blu-ray, like the whole trilogy. Because I, I, I looked it up and I was like, oh, there's a whole trilogy to this? Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay. But, like, I don't think no, I ever saw the third one. None of the movies like, like fucking correlate with each other. No. They're just like all random stories. Yeah. And uh, so it's, um, I think it's for a few dollars more. No, that might be the second one. Fistful of Dollars might be this first one. Yeah. For a few dollars more. Yeah. Might be the second one. I think. Oh, see, I saw a Fistful of Dollars. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw a few And then the third more. one is Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the last one. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw a few dollars more. Yeah. I saw the first and third one of that trilogy. The second one is like fucked up. There's like a rape scene. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's like, like fucked that's up. That's like, pre- like, during. I think during I, like, I like showed it to Lee and like, I was like, oh, I was like, this is bad. Like, I was like, there's there's a lot of things I can watch with Lee, but like scenes where it's like there's rape, I'm like, you know, it's like, well, it's just like unsettling. Like, yeah. It's like, and like you know, like it's like especially with like period pieces like that. Like it's like, you know, like I understand like that's what happened a lot. Yeah. During that time period, especially like you know like the Wild West and stuff like that, but like it's like, and I'm all for like historical accuracy in movies, but like yeah, yeah sometimes it's just like super unsettling and it's just like yeah. Also, like, a lot of times just, like, seems unnecessary towards the movie. Like, yeah. Like, it's just, like, it. you didn't need to do that in order right. for, like, the movie to progress. Like, but plot there's wise, also, you like, know? like, it's, like. But there's also, like, maybe not for that movie. But, there, you know, there's movies, like, you know, like, Django and stuff where, like, there's scenes yeah, exactly. where, like. Like there's where it just, happens and it it helps the plot line. It helps like yeah, like there's whole scenes where like fucking dogs are just ripping apart a black man. Yeah, you know it's like I don't want to watch that. It's emotional, but fucking it's accurate. Yeah, and it, like that's the purpose of it being there is yeah. like to elicit that emotion out of you. But uh, during the height, like during the beginning of the pandemic, like twenty, like the beginning, like March, April, May, twenty twenty, wasn't working. So like. All day, I would just, like, fuck around, play video games, and, like, write music. Dude, I just bought a new video game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, like, one of the best video games I ever bought. Star Wars something. I forget what it's called, but it's so good. Fuck yeah. Star Wars game. It's, like, plays this redhead Jedi. I don't know. Okay. I forget what it's called, but it's, like, he's redhead. He's a redhead dude. Irish or something. But yeah, the beginning of the pandemic, I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, fucking around playing video games and writing music during the day, and then, like after dinner, if like my roommates and their partners weren't around, because I was single all the time, so it was like our little bubble was like me, my two roommates, and like their partners, and like if they weren't down to chill, I would just like I would watch Twin Peaks. I never seen that all night. Never seen that. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. I've seen like the first three episodes. I highly encourage you to finish it. It's a, it's, it's amazing crazy. sci-fi. One, one of the one of the songs 
one of the demo songs, unwritten songs in the American television thing that I'm going to put out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I th- I'm calling it like uh, David Lynch's like Garden Out or something like that. Because <laughs> I listened, because I watched the show, like the first three episodes and the theme song stuck out to me. Oh, it's amazing. Back in like 2017. So I wrote a song that kind of sounded like the theme song. Fuck yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be on the, like the, the bonus. I'm excited to hear yeah. that. It's not anything crazy because i didn't finish it it's, it's like an unfinished piece but like i would just like yeah. you know like i was just drinking all day every day t- during that time yeah and yeah so was i, I was fucking it was just blacking what the fuck out I do? Yeah, yeah i was like i was blackout drunk by like 6 p.m oh yeah and like i would just like watch twin peaks until i got bored and then like i would just watch cowboy movies all night like I would just like stay up until like four in the morning I watching kinda, cowboy I movies. I want to watch a cowboy movie tonight. Oh, dude! Now they we're we're talking about. It's cowboy amazing. Movies. There's so many good ones out there. Watch Johnny Guitar. That's a good one. Johnny Guitar. Yeah, you know that song. I know the song. Yeah, because it was in Fallout. Yeah, yeah, Fallout. It's from Vegas. the movie. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. I love that song. Um, yeah, it's a great song. Great movie. But there's so many. There were so many movies that like cowboy movies I watched. That were I was just like, oh, this is like, a not a good movie. B, just like terrible propaganda. Like they just like they would just like have like it'd just be like this like fat white old dude just like shooting down Native Americans, but all the Native Americans are just white people and brown face. Oh yeah, and just like that kind of shit. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I thought this could be good. <laughs> you know, like I was like. <laughs> be like halfway through the movie and then sh- shit would start happening I'd be like alright I gotta watch 310 to Yuma now like I gotta watch a good one like yeah I thought they were gonna shoot real Native Americans <laughs> <laughs> well no it's like you know you like like one movie I remember watching it was like this like he was like this like sergeant from like General Custer's like regiment and it was like right. and I thought he was gonna be like a renegade who was like gonna like you know like flip sides and be like what you're doing is not right but he's like no dude i'm gonna like be a renegade and like not listen to you but i'm still gonna slaughter all these native americans and i was just like come on do better like make it interesting like i don't want to like i don't like there's so many good premises out there for like a good cowboy film and like you you, i mean like granted it was like a b movie from like the 60s so like it was like not great in the first place but it's like do better. Give me, give me a cowboy movie. Ready? Here we go. Here's the premises of it. Cowboy freeing a bunch of slaves. He's an abolitionist. It's during like the Civil War. Boom! I want to see it. And it's a and and the main character is a white guy. He's fucking. And you know what? And it's a black guy. And a Hispanic guy. Put a Native American in there. Just, you know what? Have them all fucking shooting up and hog tying like Ku Klux Klan people. Yeah. Dude. Just bring them all. I just, yeah. I just, I just want to see that cowboy down. movie. That sounds like, that just yeah. sounds like a fucking, you know, they made a Uncharted movie. Tom Holland. I don't want to watch that. No, I don't like him, so I'm not gonna watch it. I love those fucking games, but I will not watch. I that. love those games. Some of the best. I mean, Tom not- Holland. It's like, dog. Really? You yeah. pick Tom Holland? To Does not fucking, look anything. To play like- Nathan Drake, dude. Come it's on, Nathan get out of here. Dra- Nathan. Wh- Nathan Drake is like, he's uh, like, grizzly. He's- what? He's like a sexy, suave, yeah. like, 
you know, early 30s kind of looking dude. And it's like, you're going to pick Tom Holland? Should have gotten the dude from New Girl to play play him. I don't know who that is. Uh, You ever watch New Girl? Sitcom? Zoe Deschanel? Uh, It's pretty funny. But uh, one of the main dudes in there, like, I was like, that dude should play Nathan Drake. But (laughs) what you're describing is pretty much just like a movie depiction of Red Dead Redemption. Um, you ever play those games? I've only I've played Red Dead Revolver. Okay. And I've played Red Dead Re- Redemption, but I haven't. The second played, one. I I never played the second one. Yeah. The second one's amazing. Yeah. Rockstar's best game, in my opinion. Arthur. But they fucked it up. Arthur is the main character yeah. for the second one, and yeah. then uh, and then the first one's John. Yeah. Who's John. in the second one? Uh, oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, they, you play as John in the epilogue of the second game. And, like, that's what sets up the first game. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, like, the second game is, like, a prelogue to Oh, it's first. like a prequel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's really cool. Wow. And it sets up, like, the whole story for the first one. Yeah. I I'm mean, waiting I, for them to remaster the, f- the first game, because I tried to play it, like, I, not that long ago. I have I, the first... I have Red, Red Dead Revolver? No, Red Red Dead Redemption. Oh. The first redemption, the first redemption. Because I tried playing Red Dead Revolver, uh, recently. Nah, not recently. During I bought it during the pandemic, like the pandemic, whatever. And uh, I was like, this game's like really hard for like no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I bought Red Dead Redemption maybe a year ago, and I've slowly been playing it. I haven't really been playing it that much. But yeah, I really haven't been playing that many video it's games like lately. A, yeah. What what did I, I bought that Star Wars game that is really good. I really plan on playing it more because it's really good. Yeah, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas like classic almost every weekend. Classic, almost every weekend I've been playing that. If is I, that your favorite Fallout? Um, yeah, it's really good. I love four, dude. Four? Yeah, Fallout Four. I've been playing that kind of like a little bit too. I never beaten it. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun, especially if you get the DLC for it. Yeah, I need to get all the DLC for it. If you get the yeah. DLC for it, like, that game is amazing. What else have I been playing? Wait, hold on. Pause. Can I pee real quick? No pause. We can. You can go ahead. All right. You, you listen break. to this. No pause. <laughs> all right, so uh, Jan's going to go pee, and uh, I'm going to talk about things. Yeah, I guess, yeah, we were talking about Fallout and video games and things like that. Big advocate of Nintendo. I'm a big Nintendo guy. I love me uh, Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3. Big fan of the uh, original soundtrack to them. They make me feel like... uh, They make me feel like I'm in my bag. You know, when I listen to some of them songs, I'm fucking blacking out a Queen of Sheba. You guys know this. You guys know this of me. You guys know that I'm blacking out a Queen of Sheba at this point. You guys know I'm a delinquent. I'm a fucking scoundrel. You know, I'm no good. And if you're listening to this at this point, at this, if you're listening to this this far in this podcast, then you're just like me. And if you have something to say about it, then boo-hoo. I don't know what to tell you. You're just bad because you're listening to this. You're a bad, bad person. Um, But if you haven't gotten this far, then, hey, you're probably not 
uh, an alcoholic or Jan's coming back. Um, we weren't talking about alcoholism and things like that. Um, I'm back. Yeah, Jan's back. You'll listen to that when... Uh, what oh, I'm excited to hear what you said when I was gone. Just talking gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. But, um, cool. Good stuff. Um, what were the best and worst shows you've played? This is, about, this is about to be like a two-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, this, I can ramble sometimes. Um, yeah, it's like we're we're kind of going on for a while. Like we're, uh-huh. we're we can like, we can make it more concise. Let's we can just no, we don't. I mean, what I, we don't have to. I mean, we're we just broke the hour mark. Okay. So, um, I mean, I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, yeah, I, I'm chilling. I mean, we could also break a record for how let's, long this podcast is. Let's we, go. I think the longest <laughs> I've had is like an hour and like twenty or thirty minutes. So, like, we can. We can break Jan. You could be the one that break breaks it into two hours. Uh, also, get the podcast canceled. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, wait. So Jan just starts saying the n word. <laughs> I will no, no. Oh shoot! No, no, yeah. never. What? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> this guy. Um. <laughs> Best and worst shows I've ever played. Damn. Um, best show. Probably. I don't. I don't know, dude. That's like that's the problem. Is like also like for a long time I was like just like getting blasted at shows. Oh yeah. So like I couldn't even really tell you. Like it had to be like a house show. Well, you know what's great is like. Personally, me, I think the last shows I've had since July, every show since July have been fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess, like, this is me. Like, every show since July that I've had, I had show Walmart Beach in July. Brandon was playing drums. Fucking phenomenal. So fun. And then I had a show uh, September, (coughs) September 30th, and I had one October 1st. September 30th one was at Ort Leaves. October 1st is like a Temple House show. Bunch of kitties. Yeah, and, babies. Uh, babies. And both of those shows were just fucking insane. They were, oh, sorry. They were so good. They were just like, I I feel like a rock star. Like, Yeah, I got to get back in the the whole house show thing. I'm just so lazy. Don't I don't, I don't oh. go back to, sh- I don't even know how to book shows I, anymore, I got dude. asked to play that show. I don't even know how to book shows anymore. I, like, I mean, I don't even book shows. You get asked? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. But I guess like in recent memory, the best show I played was I've tried the book- first etching show, which was like etching you and like Curse of Verser. Yeah, yeah, it was like, that was last July. That was yeah. a year and a half, like almost a year and a half ago, but I try, uh, we I sold, try- we sold Ord Leaps out, dude. That was yeah. fucking awesome. I, I just want to say, I, I tried booking a show recently for, um, I tried booking a show for Georgie, Phil Spector's gun and dude, booking shows is so hard. <coughs> yeah. I, and I just like, that made me not. There's so many bands now, dude. Well, everyone's trying to fucking do shit and I just like, and I tried doing it. I'm like, ah, I gave up. I'm like, I'm done. I, you know, so yeah. I'm just back to just like if people ask me, that's fine. Yeah, but I mean, also dude, like, I remember not, like, like five years ago, it was like you know you could like hit up a venue like a month in advance and like you could get booked there. Yeah. And now it's like 
three months in advance. At least. Yeah. At least. And it's like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing in three months. Like, I don't know what my band's doing in three months. I like, might be dead. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I might be on the lam for tax evasion. I might be in Iceland fucking herding sheep. Who knows? I mean, that's the dream. Could be. <laughs> um, Worst show? I mean, you asked, you asked this question to Tosh, and I was like, oh, I feel that. It's just like, it's got to be like, you know, like some, oh no, I think it was like on like, it's like on the line leader tour with Cerulean Blue and like, what was that? Like 2018, 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. What a fucking mess of a tour, dude. Halfway through that tour, we were just like, fuck this. We're drinking margaritas all day. What? And... There are a couple of shows on that tour where it was just like it was literally just like us and the two other bands that we were or like one other band that we were playing with. And Oh no. Alright, no, worst show we ever played. <laughs> worst show I ever played was with Line Leader. It was at this it was at this random bar in northeast Philly that we took like last minute opening up for like this like Italian band. That was like doing a tour, quote unquote, in the U.S. And were they not really? Were they not really Italian or something? No, they were. Like they're from Italy, <laughs> and they're like trying to do a tour here. They were like older too. They were like you know like at this time we were like probably like you know we were like, they, like in our opened, early twenties. They like opened up for, like, but they were like they were like in like their like early thirties probably somewhere around there, and they were playing this like dive in northeast philly mm. and like northeast philly okay and the people that set it up had like no fucking idea what they were doing like sound wise or anything like that and like we were like sound checking and sean got like shocked by the mic and I didn't want to play the show because it was like so last minute. It was like nobody's gonna be fucking there, like and like nobody was there. It was like a bunch, like it was like in this like separate room where like the pool table was, I guess. I think mm. and the only people that were there were like there were like a few people there, but like the rest of the people were like at the bar and they were just like all these like old heads just like drinking after work, and That's the best. I think we got like I love. I think that. we played like a song, maybe two. And Sean just, like, kept getting shocked by the mic. And we just, like, stopped playing. And I was just, like, I think, like, me and Adam were just, like, we're fucking out of here, dude. Like, fuck this. Like, and we just, like, packed up our stuff and left. We, like, got, like, two songs in (laughs) and just left. You guys, you didn't see the Italian band? No, dude. I was, like, so, I was so done with it. I was, like, this is, like, so dumb that we're here. Oh, man. Doing this, like, they didn't have like enough like outlets for like pedals and stuff like that. Like it was just like it was just like so haphazard and like so damn poorly planned. And like Jesus. I played a lot of shows that were poorly planned, but like went decent enough that like we could play. Yeah. But like that was just like none of none of us were in a good mood about it in the first place. And we were just like, all right, like, you know, like it's a show. And, like, then, like, Sean was getting shocked by the mic, like, I think at one point, like, one of the outlets, like, shorted out, Mm. and 
Yeah, it was just like not good at all Damn. by any means. And like I think that was like that was like when line leaders like all right, no more taking last minute shows like that because <laughs> like it was just like. It was weird because like the people that put it on like were not they were being like pretty rude about us like having complaints about like like, the sound and stuff like that. Like they were like deflecting the blame onto us and it was like no we've played shows like we know how like things should sound and like you should definitely not be getting shocked by the mic. Like that's a grounding issue that's like that's on you. Dude the last show we played was the Temple House show on the 1st of October. Fucking, we're doing the, do you know Distant Melody? Yeah, of course. Well, I love that song. It's it's a great melody. Huh? It's a great melody. (laughs) But when we play that song live, it's like the last verse, it just goes kind of like buck wild. And um, fucking, yeah, I guess everyone took it that way. Once we got to the last verse, like, Fucking everyone was fucking doing handstands, fucking doing backflips and shit. And fucking, I'm playing the song and shit and singing and like fucking someone, I guess I, I guess the whole crowd like pushed the PA somehow onto the drummer, <laughs> no! which is Keith. And the, the the PA system on the right hand side of the stage fell onto Keith. And I didn't even know any of this happened until, like, three days later. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit, that's legendary. God damn. I mean, Keith was all right, but I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, that's, like, the shit that, like, you hear in, like, stories, you know? No, absolutely. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm like, oh, man, that just, like, fully rebuttals, like, or fu- fully, like, fucking enhances, like, the rock star fucking persona that I would, I've been experiencing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just like, yeah. well, I'm just I've played a lot of bad shows. Me? I feel like we both have. You? Um, you want me to tell you one of my, one of the bad, one of the worst shows I've ever played? Mm-hmm. This was uh, a week before I dropped Smile. Um, I played a solo set in West Philly, like, um, Drexel University house show, and, um, I'm, I'm, like, kind of, like, opening up some of the Smile songs, I'm, like, kind of, like, throwing them out there, and, but every band was, like, a pop punk band, and, you know, if you know me, if the lovely, uh, listeners knows me, I hate pop punk music, I think it's terrible, the worst music genre to ever exist, I think, you guys are all pedophiles, yep, and, um, all cancelled, all cancelled, um, but if you listen to this podcast, you'll cancel me somehow, (laughs) (laughs) hey, papi, hey, chulo, um, but, (laughs) But um, yeah, it's like fixing his cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about to get canceled up in here? Uh, what? Nah, I don't give. A can't fuck. cancel me. I cuff my jacket and my pants. Can't, can't cancel me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I run my own show. I pay my own bills. <laughs> I've been begging to get canceled for years. Bring I, it on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking um, so I'm playing this show and like so the first band plays and they're fucking jack shit 
terrible. Do you mind passing me one? one? Oh, yeah. First man plays that are just absolutely garbage. The One of the worst bands I've ever play, played with. Um, worst bands I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, it's it's like for me, I'm doing a solo thing. So, like, I don't care. Like, for me, it's like, you know me. I'm a happy-go-lucky You're going to roll with the punches, yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm here just for the fucking event. I'm here to get, you know, blackout drunk. And, um, and then, like, the band that was, like, supposed to headline were just like, this sucks. Like, we're going to leave. So they just leave. So that just leaves me, and I'm just like, okay. Wait, the other band left? Like, the headlining band, the quotation headlining band were just left. That's so Cause, fucked up. Because they were like, oh yeah, this sucks. And like then there was a touring band left and they were like, what? And like, What band was that? Dude, I at this point I for fucking forget. Oh, we should get them canceled, dude. You uh, never do that. Dude, they probably... I played with so many bad bands and I was just like... They're either, they're either A, like really famous right now, or two, like not even a band anymore. Probably, so. yeah. Who, who cares? But, um... Fucking, yeah, like I said, this is before I dropped Smile, so, like, I was just, like, drop dropping the new songs in, and, like, fucking, I was just, like, and then after, afterwards, like, when the band was, like, leaving, I was, like, I guess I'll play, like, <laughs> like, one of the bands just dropped mid-show. That's wild. Yeah, I've never experienced that, and that's not because of an electrical issue, they were just, like, yeah, like, this is, like, they were just, like, this is lame. They're probably like, there's not enough like young girls here. Yeah. Oh, that's pop punk, punk right pop there. Pop punk oh. right there. Pop punk. Well, they're probably our age too, looking for like fucking eighteen year old girls and shit. When I was like twenty, back that was back then when I was like. Oh, that was when you. Oh, that I was, was like twenty three, twenty four. So yeah, they were probably like being. They were probably scheming for some yeah, sort of fucking. Yeah. Well, it's because they probably like didn't. They already realized that girls their age weren't into the fucking. So so-called uh depressive artist anymore so like, they got to go after the younger girls that's right i hate that pop on kid oh, it's like oh feel so sorry for me can i play you a song yeah fucking let me like like i'll show my friends like my partner songs but me, it's only because tattoo, like i want to like let me tattoo my whole arm black yeah <laughs> so yeah it's just, like i'll show my friends or like my partner a song that i'm working on purely because i want to know what they think about it not because i'm like yeah you know, scheming like like I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't, like I don't scheme anymore. N- I was never. A schemer, I used to be dude. a schemer. I've never schemed. I'm scheming. I'm scheming right now. Oh, dude, put your dick away. Stop scheming all over the place. No, no, dude. Why you gotta tell the whole audience? <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta, See, this is why we need video. This is why we need video. Put this on TikTok. We should. We we should do a video. Like, <laughs> so it's just like it's just like us laying down on our backs. Yeah, <laughs> just like talking like real nice and like. So for the lovely listeners, we're just all Jan and I were just laying on our backs, naked, naked, um, watching cowboy movies silently in the background. Yeah, and I've got uh, cops on my phone. Cops, fucking, I got a fucking mouth in my cock. (laughs) (laughs) Not my mouth. Whose mouth is that? That's not my mouth. (laughs) That ain't no my. That ain't my mouth. I pay for that mouth. (laughs) I pay for that mouth. Cops are coming in. They're like, they're like, what's going on? Like, I pay for that mouth. They're like, all right, all right. Wrap up. Hold on. Wrap up. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, that's probably the worst show I ever played. It was that. Yeah. I think so. I think uh, that's the another worst, worst show. show I ever played. Well, like this was. It was bad. It was good and bad. It was during Tasty Face. Oh, you know, uh, the venue was called Couch Town. Couch Town. Oh, I played there once. So here's the thing. I I walked into the venue and there was no couches. No. But bean bag, bean bags. Yeah, that and, always threw me off. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, what is this bean bag world? <laughs> and everyone was like. <laughs> I think, like, during the Tasty Face era, we got asked to play a frat on Penn's campus for, like, the Spring Fling shit, like, on Locust Walk. It was, like, one of the frat houses on Locust Walk. And don't know how they heard of us at all, but they were like, yeah, we'll pay you, like, $300. And we're like, oh, yeah, absolutely, fuck yeah. Like, that's the most money we've ever made from playing music, absolutely. And we like set up and we're playing for like an hour and a half. Have played all the songs we know an hour and, like, and a half have dude, written. That, dude, I don't play and music. nobody like it's beautiful outside. It's like beautiful spring day. So everybody's outside. Nobody's listening to us. Yeah. We're like Alright, here's our last song. And like one of the frat bros comes in and is like, Oh, you're on your last song? And we we're like, yeah. And he's like, all right, let me get like everybody in here. Like, you know, like, you know, like, we were like, like, we'll pay you extra to like play some more. And we we're like, all right. And like, so like, we just like played our set again. And <laughs> half the time, like, he got like all, all these like frat bros in there, like all the people that were there, like inside. And one dude was just like, Adam was playing drums for us, and, wait, was he playing drums? No, Ian was playing drums, obviously. <laughs> Ian was playing drums. Duh. Adam was on bass. Um, Duh. But, like, this one dude was, like, in Ian's ear the whole time we were playing our, the same set, we just played it again, was, like, in his ear the whole time being, like, yo, let me hop on drums, dude, I'm really good, let me hop on drums. And then I had another dude, like, right in my face, like, right here, like, six inches away from my face with, like, jungle juice stain around his mouth, like, orange juice, orange soda stains around his mouth, just being like, yo, you know any Bruce? You know any Springsteen? You know any Bruce? You know any Bruce? Like, the whole time, I'm, like, literally, like, singing a song, and... He's like, he's like, you know how to work that cock? (laughs) He's like, you know how to work that cock? And I was like, no, dude, I don't know any Bruce. I think Bruce fucking sucks. And he's like, dude, I'm from Jersey, dude. You can't fucking say that shit. And I was like, my dad's from Jersey. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's 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 like, my, no, no, it's, I like it's like my dad fought in World War Two, and we fucking hate Jersey, all of us together. Yeah, and like you know, I, I actually do like some Bruce albums, but like overall, not great. Overrated Bruce artist. Is all right. Yeah, I mean, he's overrated right. artist. I like. Th- I, I never like, gotten into. You know, Bruce. I like I like Greetings from Asbury Park and like Nebraska and like a couple al- other albums, but like overall, not that great. Um. And also, if you listen to him a lot, all his songs start and they're they're all the same song. A lot of his albums, they're all the same song. It starts out on the piano and he's like, 
and then I become, and then it's like, oh, you know, it's like the same shit for like four albums straight. Um, but and then they asked if we knew Street Sweet Dreams by Cher. Yeah. And we were like, nah. And like Pat Farrell was playing guitar for us at the time. And he's like, I mean, like I could figure it out. And you know, it's like I could figure it out. So I was just like, all right, let's fucking do it. So we ended up playing Sweet Dreams Are Made of These for like 30 minutes straight. I don't know any of the words, so I just kept singing that part over and over again. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I? And I just like sang that for like 30 minutes. And like then that night we were playing a show at, did you ever play like the Oxford Lounge? It's on like 16th and Oxford by Temple. I might have. I don't know. But like we were supposed to, we were supposed to play with, Crispy Kareem. Oh, Kieran? Kieran's old band, oh, yeah. yeah. And because we played a couple shows with them, and like we get there. Also, Ian got his window shield, his windshield smashed. What? By a brick while it was parked outside the frat house. Fuck. Um, we get to the second show of the day, <laughs> and nobody's home. <coughs> like someone's girlfriend was there and like let us in, and they're like, yeah, nobody's home. You guys can just like put your stuff in the basement. And, like, you know, the show starts soon, I guess. I don't know. And what? then, like, Kieran like texted me. He was like, yo, we can't play. Cause I think like one of the, one of the dudes was sick or something. Like, something happened. Like, yeah, it was like, they, like, it was like, it was like a good excuse. Like, it wasn't just like they weren't playing. They didn't just like drop. It was like they actually had an excuse. But like, we played with fucking. What was the one band? Like, I, like that was a cool show. There was nobody there, but like, we played well, and like the other band we played with was like good. They're like they were part of like the Philly scene for a while. It was like they were like a New Brunswick band, I think. Um, but they played in Philly all the time in that in that era. That must have been like 2015 or something. But yeah, played a lot of bad shows, thinking that'd be good, and they just weren't <laughs> that sounds amazing and i mean those are the memories that you make you know those are the memories that you make yeah what not to do in diy <laughs> yeah well let's uh divert from this for a second here and uh really quickly um i just want to say um if um you like what you're listening to you can uh donate five dollars to this uh podcast and uh, i could feed my family we're homeless uh, now we're homeless. Um, right now we're we're recording this podcast under the bridge, under the uh, Ben Franklin Bridge, and um, if Jan and I, Jan, if I get home safe, like I don't know, this dude has been eyeing us up for a while. Yeah, and like if you don't donate, that's right. George's family is not going to be safe under this bridge tonight. Yeah. Like I got a wife. My wife's trying four to li- kids. Four kids. My my wife's trying to leave me. Uh, my wife's begging to leave me, and I keep saying no. And uh, my four kids hate me. Um, so, you know, it's um, you know, and I th- and I think my my youngest uh, daughter is starting to um, try something like acrobatics or something. So she's probably gonna fly away into. You know, another, your second uh, son has cholera and and syphilis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think my third son is probably going to be the president of the United States. Um, 
I would hope so. Uh, George Meyer, Washington, maybe. Who knows? But, um, <laughs> who knows? But, um, all right, so, what was um, your first job? My first job, I was paid under the table to wash dishes at an ice cream shop. I worked there for, like, a summer, and then the next year, I was, like, an ice cream scooper there, because I was, like, actually legal to work, and I almost got fired because my boss hired this manager who was fucking crazy, and... Like, she was crazy, dude. Like, she was insane. What's up, Moose? Moose is coming out. Okay. Moose is coming out Moose of the bedroom. Out. All right, Moose. And Moose is like, what? And I was like, at a fra- like, I didn't think I had, I didn't know I had work that day. Like, I just like, didn't get the schedule. So I didn't know I had work one day. And she called me when I was at a friend's house. So when I was like 15 or 16. And she started like, she like, left me a voicemail and started cursing me out on my voicemail and you know I'm a fucking child like I'm like this like 30 something year old lady is like cursing me out for not being there and I like went to my boss and like I was like hey like Cheryl just said I was fired and like cursed me out on the phone. Like I didn't know I had work today. Like I like I'm sorry I missed a shift, but like I just like didn't know I had work today. Ended up getting her fired. What? Yeah, cause she was like crazy. She set a vendetta against me because I was some sixteen year old punk with long hair. I guess I don't know, but that was a good job. A lot of free ice cream. We had hot dogs. Cool. I mean that's kind of super easy. What's your uh, and I, and and I know you're a painter just like I. Yeah, unfortunately. So Jan and I, we we paint. Well, I like doing painting because at this point I fucking make bank off of it, yeah. doing my own side work. So it's like I like it. No, I'm just done with physical labor, man. I like it. It's it's very it's very nice for me. Uh, um, I probably will get. I've can- been doing it for cancer like of some seven. Point. Years now. Probably will get cancer at some point. Yeah. For something. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, everything we work with has cancer warnings on it. So. Yeah. But. And, you know, nobody nobody at a painting company follows OSHA regulations, so. No. They're but guidelines. They're, when not, I was even, they're no- not even rules. When I was at Nolan, I was fucking taking off wallpaper from, like, a closet. And I was like, this is definitely asbestos. Oh, for sure. And, like, they were like, ha, ha, ha. Well. It's got to get done. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck you guys. Yep. And um, anyway, I'm probably get cancer from something at some point. I mean, you or a loved one could be entitled to compensation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, what's your favorite thing to paint? Um. Do you like trim? Do you like? Yeah, paint? I like doing trim. Yeah. I like doing trim. I like I like the detailed work, yeah. just because like, I don't have the most steady of hands, so like when I can like, get something done in one shot. Like I did, like what I like about painting is I like being able to see the fruits of my labor, like I like being able to see a job through and like be like cool I did that you're welcome yeah. you know like I like that kind of feeling, um. 
so like i like all this was the painting i like i don't like the prep work i, don't I like, love the prep work i don't like setting up i don't like sanding i don't like doing any of that shit oh, i love it um just because like i did that when i was refinishing cabinets i was like most I of my it. job if you don't do any of that stuff then it doesn't look good no absolutely and like i understand yeah. why it's like it's got to be done it's just like i that's like that's where i lose my patience with it oh, a little bit well i love that stuff um i, lo- I love it all like, I like i love the whole that was like a part where it le- used to be like really zen for me and now it's really just like the painting that's zen for me and like the setup is like really not what i'm interested in at all yeah. um but yeah i'm just like i just like really don't like you know like working for nolan's like a great company but well you know me i worked for nolan yeah. And I say fuck no. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, like you know, like it's it's good for now, but like I really just like that's a big reason why I'm back in school is like I don't want to. I don't know, dude. My body's already falling apart. I'm 28. Like that's way too young for my body to be falling apart, and I want something that's a little less taxing on my body in the future. Yeah, you know, like I started doing cabinets when I was like 21, 22 and now I'm 28 and I'm painting houses and it's like, yeah, it's good money, but like I leave work both like mentally and physically exhausted every day. Like I'd rather just like at the very least just have it be one of those two things. Like, well at this point I'm like so good at it. I just, I just started a, a show and account. I got a three thousand dollar. You're telling me about it. What? They um, I just they just called me and they said I got a three thousand dollar fucking credit limit. Oh fuck yeah! So that's why you you see the uh, I got the Promar ceiling paint five gallon on there. It's for my job on Saturday. Fuck yeah! Yeah yeah. Um, fucking, I just want to do side work. Yeah. And I want to. I don't my, like being told what to do. I want to make my side work like my main work, and that way. You know, that way I can just be like, and, uh, dude, I make, I make, you know, my money on Fridays from working in my company. And then on my weekends, I'm like making like a thousand five hundred something dollars a day. And I'm like, dude, this is sick. Yeah. See, I got to get on that. I got to start doing that kind of shit. Cause yeah, like, you need to work it with me. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, I would love to like, let's tackle a bigger job where like, we're each walking away with like. $500,000 each. Let's fucking get it done in a fucking day. Are you good with spackling? Absolutely, I am. I can spackle, I can glaze. What do you want me to do? Maybe I'll bring you this weekend. I'm down. Maybe. I have an eye doctor's appointment in the morning. Saturday? Yeah. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, but yeah. But yeah. That's good. I mean, I personally love... I love doing trim. Yeah, that's love, my favorite part. Because it's like the semi-gloss. Yeah. The semi-gloss. It just like looks nice. Like it's like, it's like, like honestly, like I'd rather, I'd rather pr- like, I'd rather prep interiors than exteriors. Uh, prep for me, I just love prepping. Because like exteriors is I just like pre- I love prepping. You can prep as much as you want outside, but like, it's still gonna fucking make a mess. I mean, that's like this house I was working at for like the past like week and a half I'll be there tomorrow too it's like we had to reglaze like every window sash like literally every window sash so like on roofs that we've been working on there's just like glaze like you know we had drops down and stuff like that but like 
that just like glaze all over the roof that dried and like now we have to power wash it and just like fuck dude like, uh, no matter no that's matter your how guys' much, fault then I mean like it is but like it's just like the amount of glaze <laughs> you have to put on like that's it just like falls on it just like falls yeah. onto the roof and then it dries you know you know what the trick is for that what getting a staple gun stapling the drops onto the roof so it doesn't move out see I mean like you worked with Louise who's like way more about that kind of shit like I work with Tenzin and like great guy but like he like he like he's like he follows the Nolan procedures like pretty to a T like yeah like wow. I like dude on Monday actually I used your uh, spray painting tips yeah I sprayed a whole house by myself in a whole day using your tips and like no way. yeah of course and like and like in the morning I Did got there and like, and like Tenzin was like yeah just like you know tape off the wind like you know prep the like cover the windows with plastic and stuff like that and I was like oh well like you know George like he learned from Louise that like if you just like cut around the windows and like other stuff you're not supposed to hit like you don't really have to cover anything so I'm probably just gonna do it that way and he's like no just like do it the right way just like do it yeah. just like cover it and I got the whole house done by not doing that yeah like some of the windows were already covered but like the rest of the windows Dude, I just like, didn't tr- cover and like I did it and my, like my way- I called him I called him at the end of the day it was like 345 and I was like got the whole house done bud and he's like no way and I was like cause they had like they had like fucking like multiple days set aside for like just spraying the stucco and I got it done in one day. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, like, they... And it's like, dude, like, just, like, be efficient. Like, be efficient. Like, you don't have to do all that shit. No. Like, you're wasting so much product. Wait, but then later he called me and he was like, did you take down the plastic off the windows? And I lied. And I was like, yeah, I did, like, section by section. Because it, like, stormed on Monday. And the storm windows weren't in. What? So, the storm windows weren't in on 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 the house. Like the storm, the storm. Yeah, did you take them off? We took them off to like paint the windows. You didn't put them back on. Nobody put them back on yet. Oh, dude. But like, I wasn't there for like a few days. Like, I was there when the job started, and I took out the storm windows. But then I wasn't there for a while. The whole point of the storm windows. Is exactly. <laughs> nobody put them back in. The windows were done, and nobody put yeah. them back in. Oh man, and, like, that sucks. He could have told me pro- to like put pro- them back in. Well, that's the whole point of the storm windows. I know. <laughs> well. But then he called me. He's like, shit. And I was it, like, oh, my bad, dude. Like, it's I don't like know. A, it's like, a I didn't learning, know it was supposed to rain. It's like, a learning lesson. It's not my fault. Oh, no, I know. But like, when you think when you think of storm windows, you have to understand it's like the storm. Anyway, this is not a podcast for yeah, painting. Oh, <laughs> welcome to Georgie's Painting Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, hey, if you want to learn about painting, you can listen to this podcast. I got to five dollar donation fee anyway uh we should probably wrap up soon i have so many other questions to ask you do you want to wrap up soon or do you want to you want to keep going i gotta eat dinner dude i'm hungry too but i wanna okay lightning round let's go okay all right ready all right ready we've been rambling we have been rambling jesus christ we're going on like two hours this is probably the most rambling episode of all time. You get me talking about stuff I'm interested in. I'll go on for days, dude. I know, I know, I know. Hold on, hold on. Dude, we're almost like, we're like an hour and a half. <laughs> all right, ready, ready? Yeah. I'm going to take a pee. 
favorite fall activity, go go with it. Favorite fall activity. Favorite fall activity, go with it and just All right. Um favorite fall activity. I got to say I got to say like apple picking. Apple picking is a good one. Um I didn't do it this fall. Unfortunately. I mean, like, I know it's still season for apples, but, um, yeah, I haven't had the chance to get out there and go to an orchard and pick, pick apples. I think it's just fun. It's like a nice afternoon thing to do. Get some apples, you get some like hot cider, maybe some treats and you just walk around an orchard all day. I think that's really fun. Good outside activity. Um, and then you, you got apples, you can make cobbler, you can make pies, you can make crumble, you can do all these kinds of things. Um, I love, I love going out in the woods when it's, when it's fall, cause you get to see the beautiful leaves changing and I really haven't done a lot of the fall activities that I love this 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 fall. I've just been a busy guy. I've been a busy guy. But yeah, apple picking and just like going out in the woods for the changing of the leaves are like my two favorite things. All right, cool. Uh, favorite school lunch. Favorite school lunch? Tacos. What do you put on these things? Oh, you know, it's American tacos. It's school, so it's it's soft shell taco. What if they don't have tacos? What if they don't have tacos? Yeah, like oh pizza. Pizza. What kind of pizza? Pepperoni. Nice. Cheese. Okay, cool. Um favorite bands right now. Favorite bands right now. Um whew, ha. Um favorite bands right now. Favorite bands right now. It's so easy to just like name them um, off and then and then it's so you know I've been listening to a, I don't know. I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. Music makes me feel sad recently, no don't, matter what kind of music it is. But don't don't worry about it. Okay. Uh what's on your Thanksgiving plate this year? Thanksgiving plate. I want a little bit of turkey. I want a lot of stuffing. I want I want some warm bread with some butter on it. I want some cranberry sauce. I want I want mac and cheese. I want a nice slice of pumpkin pie. <laughs> I want all these things right now. Um Soon, yeah. not even a month. Not even a month away. Those things are on my thanks. That's that's my Thanksgiving plate, and I'm going back for seconds for each of one of those things. Cool. Um, what's next for Jan? What's next for Jan? Boom. That's how we're ending this. What's next for Jan? Um, we, could, we probably could have talked for like an hour more. Oh yeah, easily. Just gotta eat dinner and shit, and I have I should probably do schoolwork too. But um, what's next for Jan? I don't know. Try to get my band back together. What's was that? Uh, etching. Etching. We haven't we haven't played together since fucking July. Um, try to get my wrap my head around that. Keep writing songs, record songs, wanna, whether it's with the band or by myself. I don't really fucking care at this I point. I want to record music with you. Yeah, I want to record music with you. I might go back to Hidden Fortress and record some stuff. No, of course, have with me. I might do both. I have so many songs. It'll be free with me. All right. Well, then, yeah. Deal. Done. <laughs> Um, record songs, put out more songs. 
I don't really care if people listen to them. It's more just like me accomplishing things. Um, that's where I'm at with music. Is It's for me now. I don't really care if people listen to it. Um, but I like hearing recorded projects. And, you know, just like chug away at school. I got like three years left, so... That's that's my future. Oh, fuck. live, laugh, love. Yeah. Oh, fucking right. This has been quite the episode. We're just rambling on, doing our thing. Ramble you know. on, ramble on. Got a spiegel on my back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Got a lady. She's sucking my cock. <laughs> Yo, whose mouth is that? Hey, who founded that? Who mounted it? Yo, George has got a floating mouth, just going around the room, sucking, sucking cock, sucking cocks, <laughs> fucking sucking rocks, sucking cocks, buying rocks. I'll, I'll, I'll say this: if you're listening to this this far, you're <laughs> insane, just like me. <laughs> But um, <laughs> if you listen to the other episodes, then feel free to cancel me because I say some fucked up shit. <laughs> I feel like this is a pretty unhinged episode compared to the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones are fucked up. <laughs> I just like I just say fucked up shit. I think it's okay though. I think it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Fucked up shit is only fucked up shit if it's harming somebody. I don't think you've ever said anything that harms anybody. No, and if anything, I'm just like I'm just like fucking bastardizing fucking republicans yeah so i mean like fuck them yeah so literally fuck them, so. literally but ted, if cruz, I'm a- ted cruz is a hottie dude oh yeah i'd smash dude he's got like his his ball sack is like size of fucking two melons yeah dude mitch mcconnell's turtleneck dude oh <clears throat> gobble gobble mm-hmm. I just wanna- <laughs> <laughs> but um but that's that's me might not be you. Anyway, thank you for listening to this program. Up next, um, we're going to have maybe a solo cast where I talk about um, maybe when I when I smoked brown sugar hash for the first time and wanted to commit um, some devilish deeds. Um, but you can only listen to that if you pay uh, $4,000 to this uh, program here. Um, thoughts? Pay it. Pay the Or I'll never see my dog again. Pay the price. Pay the price. George has my dog hostage. That's right. I am uncancelable. <laughs> I, uh, I, He's I, like Louis C.K. Yeah, I mean, as long as you fucking... Apologize to God, you're okay. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway. Go to confession, folks. Go to confession. uh, Repent your sins. All right, goodbye. Ah!